You're listening to CJLO 1690 AM in Montreal. Howdy, this is Real for the CJLO Community Calendar for the week of Monday, July 17 to Sunday, July 23, 2017. Are you interested in 3D modeling but don't know where to start? Concordia's Technology Sandbox has got you covered with an intro to OpenSCAD. Whether you're into 3D printing, video game modeling, digital art, or blueprints, you're welcome to come learn the basics of 3D modeling at this workshop. The workshop is on Wednesday, July 19, from 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. in room LB211.00 at the Downtown Campus Library Building. Entry is free, but you must first register for the event and bring your own laptop to install OpenSCAD. For more information, please visit Concordia's event page or call at 514-848-2424, extension 7608. Are you shy? Do you want to spice up your speeches and presentations? Then come attend a McGill Toastmasters meeting as a guest. This event is a preview of what membership at McGill's Toastmasters Club is like. There, you'll learn tips on off-the-cuff speaking, prepared speeches, and constructive feedback to help you become as charming as you want to become. The meeting will take place at 688 Sherbrooke Street West on McGill University's campus from 5.30pm to 8pm in room 1559. This particular club is in English only, but you can check out other clubs in Montreal for French or bilingual meetings. For more information, please send an email to membership at mcgilltoastmasters.ca. Come on down to Turbo House to see locals Hell Year 2, Blessings, Infinity Band, and Lady Gregory. Hell Year 2 is a return of Hell Year, this time performing as an acoustic punk band. They'll be accompanied by post-rock unit Blessings, Infinity Band, and psych folk band Lady Gregory. The show is on Friday, July 21. Tickets are $10 and Turbo House's doors open at 9 p.m. For more information, please visit Turbo House's events page on Facebook. And that is all for the CJLO community calendar for the week of Monday, July 17 to Sunday, July 23, 2017. Bring friends, family, and have fun. Peace. And we are back. Goule. Hey, what's up? Who Whose that? voice Who that? is that? Who that? La ba dee da ba doo. La ba dee. You got Mr. Wien Deal. Hey, Jaws D back Jaz in D. the studio. Studio. It's about time, man. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Last time you were here is what? A couple months ago? Yeah, it was a while ago. <laughs> Jesus. He keeps telling us he's coming back. He's and coming and going. Huh? He's, just, you know. yeah, I, 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 I got a job. I got to pay bills. I I got, like, yeah, man. You're like one of those characters that be on the show and then leave in season three. And you're like, oh, <laughs> <man."> <laughs> like how are you going to Eric Foreman us right there? <laughs> oh, how are you going to do that? And then little cameos here and there. Actually, uh, For- I don't think Foreman ever came back. Foreman yeah. never came yeah, back. No, I didn't he come was back. like, okay, buy that 70s show. I'm going to be Venom now. And then that failed. See oh, what happens when you get I'm going to be in a movie with Dennis Quaid. And that failed. Yeah. The Synergy one? No, no, that's Harrison Ford. He that did another. No, is that the same? That's another. No, movie but the one you're remember. talking about is the one where Scarlett Johansson is Dennis Quaid's daughter, and yeah. he's like trying to. Yeah. He's like the new boss. He's the new boss, and, and Dennis and Dennis Quaid is the young. Is yes, a, I've is actually seen that. Yeah. Unfortunately, in what theaters. is that movie? Scarlett Johansson is good. I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember. You know what? I was movie. gonna. I'm like, what's the I'm fastest way I could find the name of this movie? I'm gonna look I'm up your boss and I'm banging your daughter. That's the name of that movie. Who is your daddy? What does he do? I'm gonna look up Topher Grace's career because it's the shortest of the list. <laughs> oh, oh man, we're really hating on Topher right now. Well, Good times the window comes back because everybody wants to come. Everyone's doing the that '70s show kind of uh, comeback on uh, what's his name, Ashton Kutcher's show on Netflix. Oh, are they all coming through? Yeah, they all coming through. You know, hey, what's up? Da-da. Topher Grace just like. <laughs> exactly <laughs> sitting out there waiting. He's just not doing it. Y'all for some gonna reason. come and see me sometime he's always, soon? He's always like, I'm nah. good. He's I'm like, good. I'm good. That poor bastard. Like he's trying he's to be. Donna. Like he's trying to be uh, Justin Timberlake, but you know he's not Ugh. hard solo career. You know what I mean? 
<laughs> you know what though? He actually had a movie that I liked. In mm. 2011 he did the movie Take Me Home Tonight, um mm. where it's a movie about set in the 80s with Anna Ferris and um Teresa Palmer and Dan Fogler. Dan Fogler who has been who's this like guy? Remember last week when we were talking about Spider-Man and who the, who played um Tinkerer? I wasn't there, yeah. but yeah. Tinkerer. Oh yeah, true. You guys weren't there, but you, you. I saw the movie. Yeah, you, yeah. yeah. I saw the movie. Too, so the so guy who's playing Tinkerer. Yeah. And I, we were just like, oh, I don't know that dude's name, so I had to look it up because. Yeah. And then uh, Mobs was just like, he's that dude that you know, he's just on stuff. He was he on just, Heroes. Yeah. 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 But that's it. Like you never really like you don't know his name. You don't but need to. Take Me Home Tonight was one of those movies that got pushed back. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. It was like supposed to come out way earlier and supposed to be like, oh, we're gonna write that. Uh, um, was Topher Grace straight and they're like, ah, yeah, let's hold on to that. Let's slow that train down. You know what's the you know what's that movie for this season? Which one? Uh, Kidnapped, the Halle Berry movie. Oh, that keeps getting pushed back and pushed back, and now it's supposed to be coming out at the end of August. Like posters are out now for August, but <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> I feel like Halle Berry is in a in a position where just retire. Yeah. I feel just, so bad. Like, just get a TV show. She had, well, she did she the did. TV show. Expand, did. Not, and it didn't work out. Not Expanse. Um, the one with the... On CBS. Like they, the it's old, the one where she has a... Uh, uh, extent. It's, thing. it's the one where she has a, a son that's a cyborg robot, or a yeah. robot or something. Yeah. yeah. She doesn't need to be on CBS. She needs to be on like, <laughs> HBO. Yo, but CBS is like easy money. Just pander to the older people and you're, yeah. good, you're good to go. Yeah, because older people really love black women. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, white skinny said it. Throwing Ooh. it out. Uh, they like certain certain black women. Queen Latifah got her own show. She's she doing good. I saw, no, I saw a commercial for one of her movies coming out. It's called like Girls Night. Queen Latifah, yes. Jada oh, yeah, Pinkett, yeah. Yes. like all the oh, classic what? black girls from all the boomerang well, like movies set off, used to watch. Set it off. It's set, no, yeah. it's, it's, it's almost it like the cast off. from Set It Off. No, except the one girl. Except one girl. Something Haddish. Tiffany Haddish. I actually saw her just for laughs. The nasty show. Yeah, she's she hilarious. was pretty funny, but she was the nastiest out of everybody. Well, in that she's show. from uh, she's from the Carmichael's. Oh, she nasty. Yeah, she, Gerard she, Carmichael show. Um, but she was also in Keanu. Yes, she yes. was in Keanu. She was like the hard as nails girl in that. Yes. Um, and I remember she was on um, what's his name? What she did? Oh, she was also in um, what was it called? Real Husbands of Hollywood. She's like yes. she's like the um sister-in-law of kevin's ex-wife yeah and she just and she just but she busts them out all the time just wrecks his stuff all the time she's a really good comedian like yeah, she yeah. legit is talented and like and she's got some so she's gonna carry this movie because the rest of them aren't comedians like they're funny well pinkett but... has done some funny stuff. um so so uh queen latifah she was on living single yeah and that some... movie with uh ll no well that one wasn't as much bring it down house oh yes yeah mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so we got, I mean, we just geeked down some black television. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we did But uh, we're going to jump into the DTD this week. Which is for, you shall call it because you are returning. The oh, DTD this week so is... So this one is based on the Transformers. And why is that for this week? Because... It is, uh, I, I kind of based it off of the uh, the movie, the animated movie, the 86, I think, animated movie. Mm. So we got Optimus Prime. Bong. Rodimus Prime. Mm-hmm. And Ultra Magnus. <laughs> yeah. But specifically from this movie. Self-doubting Ultra Magnus. <laughs> <laughs> no, he wasn't self-doubting. He was no, he wasn't self-doubting in that movie. He was like, all right, I got this. Now let our darkest wait, how come you ain't working? Yeah. Why 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 ain't working? Come on, open. <laughs> it was actually 84. 84. 84 uh, no, the movie? The movie itself? Yeah, Transformers. 84. Thank yep. you. Thank you. Uh before the all your fellow like <laughs> geeks, well, I, Transformer geeks. I wasn't you. born yet. I know. I I'm know. allowed to see I was one. I did not see it in the theaters. <laughs> yeah. I saw it on VHS and I was like, yo, Optimus, no, why are you gone? I know. That was messed up, man. That was, that was, uh, no, you it was know, messed you're... up when you were swearing and I was like, why are you oh, yeah. swearing? Oh, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, snap. <laughs> I was like, what? And it worked for that PG. It worked well, I mean, for it. That was it's like, 80s PG. Yeah, 80s they could PG do what they want. was ridiculous. Like, Ski School is from yeah, whatever. Yeah, Ski School was nuts. Yeah, it's like a PG movie and then you watch it you're just like yo people are naked and they're swearing how is this a pg movie <laughs> but back in those days man it was a whole different game mm -hmm. uh so the dtd as you mentioned optimus rodimus and primes ultra ultra and, magnus yeah and ultra magnus almost there as a prime almost almost he was, he he was built to be the next leader but he does have um what's his merge with optimus called that Makes oh, that's that's from another show. I know, but what is that one called? That God makes him Well, it depends on if you're watching the Armada. Um, is it no, it depends on if you're watching uh, Robots in Disguise. Yeah, or that, that one. Works. That one. That one is like that was ridiculous. I think the Japanese one from Car Robots is like God. 
God Optimus Prime or something Good like that. God, yeah. But this one's like Super Optimus Prime. Like they kind of yeah. Toned it down. Yeah, that was when Optimus Prime was like this obnoxiously red fire truck. And you're yes, like, that was a badass what? fire Yo, truck. Yo, I love that was, fire truck. And they had like honestly, that was my favorite. Tra- one of my favorite Transformers yeah. show because it was just wild. Like they had like X Braun and all these. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, okay. When it got powered up and stuff. Yeah, and you're like, okay, cool. But, <laughs> yeah. Optimus is a fire truck, and then he combined with his brother, Ultra Magnus. And yeah, oh, like, yeah, that was brother. like a Japanese like yeah. truck, like um. Yeah, yeah, just a uh, truck, truck. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But when you merge them, they're huge. It's yeah, huge. exactly. It's, uh, the gold head with the like big like wing pipes, air pipes yeah. out the side. <laughs> it's pretty dope. Okay, so uh, who wants to go first? Jaws. I feel like since you oh, since I'm returning, you haven't been the here. Right. I will. Okay, so I am going to go with. Obviously, obviously team up with Optimus because mm. you know uh, he just solos all the Decepticons at the beginning of the movie. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> and it's like, hey, hey, can you play my can you play my music? Play my song. Dun, 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 runs over people. <laughs> yeah. Someone shoots his cab. He jumps back up in the sky. Bap, bap, bap. One shot. One shot. One shot. One shot. Headshots. You know? Headshots. <laughs> Seriously. Um, headshot. Two hundred points. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Defeat. Uh, Ultra Magnus. Okay, I was gonna say Daniel will kill you if you defeat Rodimus. No, I would drain Rodimus yeah. because he gets the Matrix of Leadership and uh, as Hot Rod and becomes yeah. Rodimus Prime. Like he gets powered up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. While the other two are already as they are, and they get it, they get it, and they're oh, normal. True. So this guy gets powered up, but like you know, according to the the mm-hmm. the lore, he's the chosen one. That's why that yeah. happens. So when he doesn't have the Matrix, he he goes back down to to Hot Rod. Yeah. So, but I would be like, nah, I want that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give me that matrix. I want that power. Yeah, exactly. I'll be all Gavatron on bottom. Just like, yo, <laughs> I'm wearing this like a keychain, <laughs> like someone's head. <laughs> this is mine now. So that's what, I, that's my list. Damn. Okay. Skinny, how you feeling? I'm about to go next. Um, Hold on. Let me turn this Skinny. Skinny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. Okay. Deep so, thought. Deep thought. Deep thought. This is real deep thought. Deep thoughts. We are teaming up with. I'm gonna go with my man O Prime, because mm. you gotta you gotta team up with Optimus. That's your boy. He'll he'll just give you a speech and be like, yeah, Optimus. Even though it's like s- death coming yeah. for you, he'll be like, yeah, let's do it. Okay, so Optimus, um, for sure. And what you said, you just one shot headshots all the time. Cool. Definitely gonna have to drain Ultra though, because Ooh, drain him. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna drain Ultra. Yeah, like I I, did, I, I I'm a coward a little bit. Kinda like Ultra. <laughs> Not coward, but I just like kind of deny myself my true power, and I'm just like, you just can't open the matrix of leadership. Mm. Eh, eh, eh. Might get shot, might happen, but you know, Ultra, he's big, so either way, he can handle himself. And I like the color, the color way, blue and red, mm. white, good stuff. Why not? Mm-hmm. Um, Rodimus, <laughs> getting him out of here, <laughs> out of here. I don't care if you power it up. Anybody who saw season three or two or whatever it is, and I know we're going from the movie, but mm-hmm. that lasts that long. And if you're teaming with Optimus. You can't really team up with a dead Optimus. So, <laughs> I'm going to just say, yeah. Oh, Rodimus, the hell out of here. Sorry, Roddy. Oh, damn. Sorry, Roddy. Rodimus is definitely the one that doubted himself a lot in season three. Yeah. Yeah, especially after that move. Yeah. What? He's back? Uh-oh. What's my purpose? <laughs> Nothing. I'm useless now. Yeah. Bumblebee's uh, laughing at you like, I'm, I'm so short. The movie was 86. The show was 84 yeah, to 87. there we go. Apologies, apologies. Uh-huh. Yeah. Gotcha. Redeemed. <laughs> uh, so my turn. I'm going to uh, first team up with Ultra. Okay, because I, that's different. Because I feel like Ultra is very loyal. Like mm. th- that was one of his things. When yeah. and I don't know if you guys noticed my theme. Whenever I pick someone, is I like to have loyal teammates. Right. Uh, so Ultra is loyal. Um, and because and unfortunately, this means Optimus is defeated because Ooh. I know, and I, only because ever since I was a kid. Just Rodimus was the was like the man. Mm. He was our like because we were younger mm. and didn't watch the show right right away. The first two seasons. Yeah, Optimus was cool. Yeah, but it was just like okay, he's the big like he's the big boss, and you try to identify with other characters. So right. for me, my favorite character was Ironhide at first. Mm. But then when that movie came out and I saw the movie for the first time, I was like, yo, got a new favorite. <laughs> this boy is dope. And then uh, and then he gets powered up, and I was just like. Yes. <laughs> Speaking my language, Mr. Red and Gold, let's do this. Mm-hmm. How, like flames on the front of your car, just driving around looking all badass. Just it wasn't even boss. a car at the end. It was like a small mini SUV station wagon yeah. or something. Like, I don't but know. I mean, I'm okay with that because yeah, it was like a, a Winnebago, basically. <laughs> but he's like, all like based on a Winnebago. He's like souped up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Armored. Yeah. I'm, I'm down with that. 
Okay. So that's who, uh, yeah. So sorry, Optimus, goodbye, Ultra teammate and so well, the movie worked on you basically it did, it did exactly work, work, exactly you're supposed what? to sell you the newer toys <laughs> yeah. and it totally worked random question 100 what did rodimus do after optimus came back in like season three like did he was he just like just a kid was he back to being i like think a i think he gave back the matrix of yeah. leadership and he went back down to uh hot rod i think if i remember right i think he went back down and uh you know and then but then i think stuff happened and he became rodimus again i think they right. just needed a, an excuse to like show it. like because if anything in my head like we always talk about the toys yeah hot rod as a toy in the movie was short-lived because he's only in the movie for a little bit yeah mm. they just wanted an excuse to give people the reasons like <laughs> y'all gonna buy this yeah like <laughs> look how cool this one is and like put him yeah. back in yeah. that sports car mode because it's just like oh yeah we want him to be a fancy car because i mean you ain't who's selling winnebago's to kids <laughs> <laughs> you ain't selling no winnebago to no kid yeah out yeah. there we being bought like, it Check it out. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we it. did. I, I own like three of them in that form. Um, <laughs> I own more in the hot in this like hot rod form. But mm. um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's just what it was, man. I have them in the Transformers animated form. So yeah, that's, that's pretty nice. Yes. Yeah. That was a good one. The animated one. Man, all those figures from the animated series were, were really, really nice. Yeah. 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 A lot of uh, newer types of uh, engineering going still into Still need that. to get RC. She's a hard one. I haven't found yeah, it. Yeah, she's a hard one. But yeah, yeah, you picked up three from one of my buddies, right? Yeah, Kelly? All the, like all the uh, Kelly gave me. Uh, two of the three Dinobots. Yeah. And I got Grimlocks and elsewhere. Okay, okay, okay. So, we got to get to some messages real quick here. Message. On Geektastic Cypher, CJLO1690 AM. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. And uh, yeah, that's it. We love you. Fantasia, North America's premier genre film festival, is back for another year at the downtown campus of Concordia University. Come check out the best the world has to offer from July 13th to August 2nd, while CJLO DJs spin between films at the Hall Theater. For more information on movies, tickets, and showtimes, check out FantasiaFestival.com. Be sure to listen to CJLO and check out CJLO.com for your chance to win tickets. This is all brought to you by CJLO 1690 AM and the fine boys and ghouls at Fantasia. Discover local creation every Wednesday from 5 to 6 p.m. on The Neighborhood, where you'll hear nothing but Montreal-made music. Only on CJLO 1690 AM. station because i got what you need you want good music i got that you want jams i got that you want that fire i got that too but if you want just straight vibes what are vibes come on man you know i got that and you know this man vibe station monday nights from 10 to 11 p.m on cjlo What's up, what's up? Geektastic hey. Cypher, CJLO, 1690 AM, Doc Holiday in the studio with the boys. Skinny. Jaws D. And uh, we just did the DTD, so uh, you guys, uh, hopefully you had a chance to check it out on Skinny's uh, Facebook. If not, it will be added to the post when we post it up on franklinarmstrong.com. Uh, you can always check out the website. Also check us out on Facebook at franklinarmstrong, D-O-T-C-O-M. Cheer. And um, yeah, all our I think we're I'm gonna make sure to add this. We're gonna add all our Instagrams on there because Action Figgy Skinny. Hi. You're doing well with I'm your, all right. your I'm doing Instagram. Okay. It's out here. It's out. It's out. Here. <laughs> and then also you are Skin Deep MTL yeah. doing your music thing. Yeah, yeah. And then Jaws D, you just don't like Instagram. I just don't have one. You need to get one, boy. But I mean, we've been telling you for a minute. He has yeah, two. I, <laughs> I got two, bro. He has two. You he he has balanced out the 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 ratio. Yeah, in the you room can't get one because you just don't want one. It's not that I don't want one. It's just like, all right, I'm gonna make one. Nah. And then you just don't do it. <laughs> I mean, nah. Why not? It's you don't not like nah. pictures. No, the, like, I don't know. I, I feel, feel like, I feel like I would fall into this yeah, you would weird be, gray zone. You'd that become I a meme. Be. Gen- you'd become a meme kid. Yeah, you I would be. A meme. He'd be, be a hardcore meme kid. You'd Everything's be a meme. There's other people that are just way hardcore than I am, and I'm just like, nah. Because I feel like it, it, whenever I talk about memes, sometimes you even know the like history of memes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, just, yeah. Like, oh yeah, that came from this. And yeah, like, this yeah. kid like knows legit history. Where the picture and things. Because I just look it up. Yeah, look it up. It's not you know. It's like IT stuff. It's like all right. How do I get into IT? Are you good at looking up stuff on Google? Yes. 
You're hired. <laughs> no, but I, I could do IT. There you go. <laughs> I do my own IT. Damn. There you go. Damn. Underselling just, IT. Okay. What? They, you they, need they do those that IT themselves. Departments. They yeah. literally do that themselves. And a guy I knew that was in IT and Ubisoft posted that up on his wall oh, on really? Facebook. <laughs> Yeah, the IT at Ubisoft kind of jerks. Oh, <laughs> no. Like, I'll be like ordering stuff. It doesn't come ever. Damn, letting you down, man. <laughs> well, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not going all, all out on that. Uh, <laughs> no, that's Wendell's quote. Nope. Backpedaling. <laughs> nope. Uh, nope. So, Jaws, you were, you're on vacation right now, though. That's one of the it's reasons. the last that. day. Yeah, oh, last day. Last no. thing. <laughs> Thank you for coming in, then. Yeah. Uh, you also were at... TFCon. Bong. In uh, Mississauga, Ontario. Saga. This is the, what edition is this? Ooh, because you guys have been doing it for a while now. Let's see. They started in 2000 and something. We just, yeah, that's. But you guys didn't celebrate like a big anniversary. Yeah, time. we did. This one that <laughs> yeah. just passed. Yeah, this one that just passed. Damn, yeah. Jaws. How are you going to One second. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I'm like, okay, which, ed- which edition was this? So Well, we just celebrated the. So mm. inaugurated in 2002. Okay. Oh, so yeah. this was 15. Yeah, 15. <laughs> I love no, no, I remember. Yeah. No, I, I, I mean, it, it's 5, 10, or 15. No, I, that, was, that, was like, that was a question you sprung up on me, and I was like, oh, wait, I was there for the opening ceremony, and everyone was wishing us a happy 15. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so it was the 15th edition of TFCon. Mm-hmm. Uh, same place? Do you guys still do it at the same place? Yeah, it's in the, uh, what was it again? Hilton Meadows in Mississauga. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Now it's a Hilton. I think before it was a Marriott, now it's oh, Hilton. okay. And then, so this all started, because this is like, a, it's not a, necessarily a small convention, because no. you guys get a pretty good turnout. Yeah, yeah. Especially it's, after it 15 was, years. It's probably one of the bigger um, fan run, it's probably the only fan run. I was going to say. No, no, yeah, it's one of the, excuse me, it's one of the bigger fan run uh, Transformers convention in North America. Yeah. I know there's DairyCon, I know there's um, a few other ones and stuff like that. But yeah, it's one of the bigger ones, and um. I know, you know, Bacon is not with us anymore. That was yeah. the official one that left us, I think, last year. But that was the official... Yeah, Hasbro was yeah. behind that and everything. And they and stopped Hasbro, doing it? Yeah, they yeah. stopped doing it. They wanted to do their own thing, thing, basically. So now they have their own thing called Hascon, where they're just celebrating everything that's under the umbrella of yeah, Hasbro. Yeah, because they wanted to stop only focusing on Transformers. Yeah. And now, because even the, like, is it the San Diego Comic-Con limited edition box set that comes with... Uh, the yeah. Jetfire, Jetfire, and then GI like Joe, Mask, mask vision, Visionary, Visionary, yeah, Visionaries, Arm, uh, what's Rom, the Space Knight. So and there's the two figures for that, and then the Micronauts. Micronauts, that's yeah, it. Yeah. Oh yeah. All in one kit. Yeah, one, but like the box. Micronauts are like like these little standy figures though. Yeah, well, I mean that. that's yeah. Still though, you get a Jetfire. That's yeah. a nice Jetfire too. That yeah, that is one of the nice. That yeah. is one of the nicer Jetfires, and it's not. All the red pieces aren't chromed out. Yeah, which is nicer because my chrome one is already scratched to what, hell. Yeah, what yeah. you can do is just give it like a little chrome dechroming bath and you're good to go usually. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking just putting clear nail polish over it. Um, Just look up videos online. People have already figured it out. Yeah, because I feel like because someone else was telling me that if you have an action figure that's chromed out, you can put the clear nail polish to help like put a layer oh. over it to protect it. Yeah, you could do that too, but, but that's yeah. a lot. Yeah, but I mean, it's because it's really nice. Yeah, like, yeah, that chrome figure is like the chrome, the red chrome is that yeah. looks good, but it rubs off. Yeah, the second you transform it, half of it comes off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, the first time I transformed it, I got so mad when I saw like, like ah, it chipped no. the, the piece but, of the 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 weaponry. But what's <laughs> very hilarious is that uh, I think this is the first time a lot of old school mask fans have seen the new Matt Tracker being black. Oh, they uh-huh. didn't know. well, because in the comic and, book, yeah. yeah, and they. Did, they didn't know. They didn't, they didn't know and they were freaking they were, out. They were wondering who that was at they first. Were, no, they were like, wait, why is he black? Oh, they're just changing everything and uh, blah, 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 yada, yada. We don't and, read the comic then, books. We're then, not true fans. And, well, no, I mean, you know, you're, you're looking for your one-to-one Matt Tracker. But the problem is, is like, well, you do know that that one came out a few years ago and he was readily available everywhere. If Canada had him readily available... He like, was available. He was available. He should be readily available everywhere. Yeah, because the so box set is essentially just them putting together action figures that are already out. Yeah, um, and most of them changing around the aesthetics and stuff yeah. like that. Like Rom is like completely new. Oh, okay. Because um, yeah, because he never had a toy, a, a good representation toy wise. Yeah. Because you know uh, rights, yeah. rights. I think rights with Milton Bradley and stuff like that. So oh, now, okay. finally, Hasbro owns them outright. I think, and then they were able to put them in in this box set. 
and they're trying to you know push them obviously yeah 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 i mean the box set's pretty nice yeah as i was saying i i if you had a chance to see it i uh, will post it on the facebook at some point later on in the show um but back to tfcon so mm-hmm. you guys did tfcon um 15 years 15 years mm-hmm. uh who were some of the guests this year uh, Michael Bell was one of the guests. He was uh, on the staff, so he was. I was guest liaisoning him, and uh, he's the man that literally voiced your childhood. Mm. So going from Transformers to GI Joe, he was Duke in GI Joe. He was uh, Sideswipe, um, first no, not first aid, first aid, the helicopter. Um, uh, oh man! From from the the. Um, the combiner team, uh, Protectorbots? I think it's Protector. Oh, yes, yes, yes. So I, I know think it's first. Ra- Blades. I think it was yes, Blades. Yes. Blades or first aid, one or the other. No, because um, isn't first aid like a motor, like some, a smaller vehicle? Yeah, I can't remember. Okay. Off the top of my um, Yeah, that's fine. He did Swoop. Uh, he did uh, Prowl. Um, yeah. And then moving You're on. You're just naming Transformers. Transformers. But now I'm going to move on to his other stuff, which yeah. is uh, he did Smurfs. Rugrats. So he did. Well, Smurfs, he was grump, grou- grouchy. Grouchy. Yeah. Um, handy. Who was he and Rugrats? sleepy. Uh, he was Chucky. Guess. Yeah, I was going to say Chucky. Chucky's dad. Oh. Chaz. Ooh. Chaz Finster. Yeah, okay. Chucky's dad. Um, what's, his, what's her name? Um, uh, Angelica's dad. Oh, snap. And, and Grandpa Boris. So the oh. Jewish grandfather, <laughs> yeah. he was him. He's hilarious. Yeah. That guy had like no oh. eyes, just a brow. I remember yeah. that dude. Suppose also the 1988 Superman animated series, he was Lex Luthor. Yeah. Jerry. He's done a lot. He's done. Yeah, he's his career just goes he was on back Snor- and back. He's the main dude in Snorks. He did um, in um, video games. He does a lot of video game work. He does a lot of stuff for um, World of Warcraft. Yeah, he was Lance. I think He was World Lance? Of yeah, was, o- yeah, OG Lance, Lance. Crick and Shannon. But and yeah, he was original OG Lance. Lance. OG Lance. And yeah. he does like a little... I know that voice. And yeah. he does a little minor cameo in the newer show in Netflix. Um, he he was Bruce Banner in the 82-83 Incredible Hulk animated series. There you go. The Doc Bruce Banner one? Yeah, yeah. Dr. Bruce Banner. Like that the garbage is... one with like the slot motion you're talking sure. about? Sure. It was garbage, but still. Yeah, true. <laughs> like that's Not garbage, but like... The, the, yeah, that it's one. Bruce Banner... <laughs> That's a career, man. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, a career. Man. Lifetime career. Man. I gotta get into voice acting, boy. I know. Get yeah. into acting, get your chops up with um uh like even he said this, like he was saying so a few people, get your chops up in um um what do you call it? What do you call it? Um uh, uh no 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 um like off the top of your head kind of thing. Um freestyle, improv improv, improv, oh. join an improv group. Oh, get, they always say join in. Yeah. Get 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 those jitters out. Be afraid to not be afraid to not be. Don't be don't be ashamed of yourself. Just just get out there and do your own thing. Yeah. You know, like you can't you can't be like oh, I'm too shy to do this. No yeah, no. I'm pretty do ashamed it. of myself. Yeah. I do like videos and I'll be like. Well, um, so he was sorry. He was one of the guests. Let me move it along. Yeah. Uh, him. Um, but, but I was gonna say something about what he was referring to. Yeah. One of the things that a lot of voice actors have said is the most important thing is realizing that you're not just doing a voice. Yeah. You're doing a voice doing different emotions, feel like everything. So you yeah. have to be able to not just transfer your voice. You have to be able to be emote. this person. Yes. Yeah. Emote as that voice, and mm. that's where it becomes hard. Yeah. yeah. Because like just like sometimes Strenuous. you can do a voice. Yeah. Yeah, it was Chris Summer, I think, who did like a whole thing about oh, that. Yeah, she Anyways, did a lot of. Yeah, she, she did a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there was also Arthur Bernhardt who did Destro and Devastator. Oh. And he was a hard guy to get, but like, dude was doing Destro all the time, and I, I wanted to talk to him more because he also did some uh, video game stuff. He actually won an Emmy for One Life to Live. Like he's oh, had, shoot. he's wow. had a a very uh, storied career and stuff like that. And him and um, Michael Bell go way back. And just sitting between them, they're just joking on each other, cracking on each other. Give, these two old men are giving each other middle fingers and cu- uh. and just cussing out each other. Just like, just buddies. Yeah. <laughs> really, really buddies, you know. And um, seeing them in uh, panels and stuff and cracking jokes and Michael Bell just shutting them down. Like, yo, man, get to the point. <laughs> <laughs> you know? um, there was also Alec w- Willows uh, who did Tarantulas in uh, Beast Wars. Yeah, I liked his voice. So I think this was his, uh, I think it was his first TFCon, and he really enjoyed it as well. Uh, Scott McNeil was kind of like a guest of honor, so people got free autographs from him oh. in a separate room. And wow. Scott McNeil did uh, Rat Trap, um, <gasps> Silverbolt, <laughs> oh! Dinobot, Wasbinator. He did four of those characters. 
no, yeah, he was Duo dope. Maxwell. Yo, I'm coming Gundam, next year. Stop it. Duo Maxwell and Gundam Wing. He oh. was um, yo, you Mega Ma- see, uh, Proto see, Man. No, because Duo was my dude. He was Proto Man in the uh, Mega Man series. He was Doctor Wily in the Mega Man series. He was Incidentals in Bucky O'Hare. Uh, he does a bunch of animes. Like he's all over the place. That's amazing. Um, Alec Willows also did um, does a bunch of acting too. I think the, one of the last things he did was um, Supernatural. I think if I remember right, someone had told me. Uh, There's a lot of artists from IDW there. Um, there was um, a guy that used to work for Hasbro there, uh, Aaron Archer. It was it was. It's a stacked list of guests. It was a stacked list of guests. You guys, how long does Team it take? Team trip next year, bro. I know. I honestly, I think I do because every year I say I want to go, we and I never get to go. go. Uh, <laughs> honestly, though, how long does it take you guys to prepare? Like, how, like how much in advance do you have to start reaching out to some now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's done, right? It's done. How you did that? For it's done. Year? It's now. done now. But uh, no, we're sent. we're we're um, gearing up for the next one in uh, the states. So now we do one in the states now. Oh, you guys uh, do a TFCon in the states? Yeah. So, um, it's supposed to be in DC this year. We're going. Oh, you move it? Is it? It's a yes, traveling. Yeah. Yeah. Usually, like, it depends on you know what's available, blah blah blah. But yeah. usually, it's uh, it seems like it kind of alternates between DC and Chicago, but Chicago like right outside the um, airport. Okay. But uh, how long have you guys been doing the 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 state the US the one? state one? I think it. This is its fourth year. Oh, I didn't even know so that. So the first one was in Chicago, right outside the uh, airport. Uh, second one was in Charlotte, uh, oh, Charlottesville, oh. if I remember right. Okay. And then the next one was back in Chicago, and then the next one again. This one is going to be in DC. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So oh. I'm going to try and turn around and buy your convention, boy. And, and, <laughs> usually, and usually the 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 DC one is a lot easier for a lot of most of our voice actors are uh, American, so they're just like, yeah, sure, I'll show up. Oh, you know, it's a lot yeah. easier for them just to to go down, you know. Yeah. Mm. And we're very lucky to get Michael Bell because he was like, eh, you know, I'm kind of thinking about it, you know. And he came down, so that was really cool. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Really good. Shouts to those guys. Dude, that's... Um, that's really cool. Michael Bell voiced your child. The best yeah. was people come by, look down at his table, and look at all of his characters he's done. Yeah, yeah. And he's out. like, oh, these are all your characters? And, and then I'll point up to his banner that has him and literally everyone he's done. I'm like, and more. <laughs> and they're like, whoa. They just get blown away by eh, all the other characters. That's one of the things I love about voice acting. You can do like a million and one people mm-hmm. and... Most folks don't even realize until they meet you, and then they're just like, "You're the voice of everything I ever dreamed yeah. of." Like, oh, he was one of the Wonder Twins. Hot damn! Yeah, he was the wow. male Wonder Twins. So like, he'll just yell out like, uh, "Form of snot," and everyone like, "Wait, he's a one." And like, people would that's... be in a line for something else and be like, "Wait, wait, Wonder Twin? Wait, what? Where?" <laughs> damn, that's amazing. I think he was one of the twins in uh, GI Joe as well. Oh, so um, you had the twins, the yeah. bad guy twins. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what are their names? I just uh, forgot their name. I just looked at it the other day. He was Cyclops in Pride of the X-Men. Like, he's done a lot it's, of oh, stuff. Oh, shoot. Jesus yeah, yeah, That's yeah. cool. It's him and dude who played Raphael in the original cartoon who's Donatello now. Yes. Those two voices, like, like I everywhere. just know them now. And Creed. <laughs> and Creed Summer. You just yeah. know them. Mm-hmm. Creed, Creed does 90% of black girl voices in yeah. children yeah. television. But that and just other... Like, and his other dope yeah, voices, yeah, yeah. too. That's what's amazing about Which it. Which is great. And that, like... Someone like her, because she she's doing one of the voices of Voltron. She's the yeah. like sorceress. Mm. And every time I'm just like, how can you change <laughs> your voice that much yeah. to suit everything? Skill. Like, yeah, they could, yeah. Skill. That it's, is that's one, acting. I that's know, I know. Acting children. Yo, but, but I mean, like your kids though. <laughs> Next level. But I mean, like being on stage is one thing because you like you can kind of do a little bit of a different for the voice. But we're talking like she does. Yeah. Little boys, little girls, adults, this, mm-hmm. that, everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sorcerers, uh, Winx characters, it, it, just everything. She was Susie at the same time as she was someone on Winx at the same time she was... Like, yeah. New, yeah. yeah. Foxy you, Brown Sugar. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I didn't realize. Um, so that's TFCon. And then what, do you, when is the one in the States? Do you want to tell people? Oh, or? I'm trying to remember. It is, I think, it's sometime in fall. Or if not, do you have the website to tell people where they can check out the stuff? www.tfcon.com. For the uh, yeah. the USA one, okay. Dot CA for the Canadian one. Oh, cool. Separate sites. Okay, cool. Yeah. Cool. Okay, guys. That's uh, so. You guys should definitely check it out. Check out the website. Get the information. Go down. Don't be like me, who's been wanting to go for yeah. years. You know, I'll be honest though. One of the reasons I don't go is because I will spend too much money. Oh yes. yeah. I actually yeah. know, you, yeah. I know the the dealer room is exceptional. Yeah. And I and, and also imagine. on top of it, uh, when they do the US one. 
you're getting dealers that used to go to BotCon. Yes, so exactly. Get, I was gonna say, oh, yeah, get, you guys are soaked up all there. Yeah, oh. so you're going to get like dudes from Strike Japan. You're going to get people from Japan bringing in stuff. Ooh. What? Bringing some... Ooh, yes. Nice Takara pieces. When, when, you, when, you, when you sprinkle it in, just... <laughs> <laughs> He's doing Magnifique. Salt Bay right now. He's doing Magnifique. Salt Bay right now. Just... Mm. That's hilarious. <laughs> I'm impressed. That, uh, no, it's smart. I'm really impressed. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're going to go on to Comic Talk and TV Talk. Did that, Did anyone else have? I, I just wanted to talk about Avengers AI real quick. Go for it. I wanted to tell go people nice. about it. Go nice. If you guys haven't had a chance with the Avengers uh, a couple years ago, maybe like 2013, 2014, they, they like divided into like a whole bunch of different groups. And I, funny enough, I read all of them except for this one group. I just didn't pay attention. You read Unity mm-hmm. Squad too? No, that's the the recent one. The Unity, Unity Squad is the one where it's that like... That used to be Uncanny Avengers. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Unity Squad's a little weird. It's a little dope. It's it, well, That's the one with Deadpool in it. It's the one with Deadpool, Cable, Human Torch, yeah. Quicksilver, Rogue. What? Like, yeah, yeah no, this, this team's team... super lit. Like, and then they got like uh, Brother Voodoo. Yeah, like, yeah. This team's a little... I, I like, I like that there. team. Oh, yeah, the new Young Wasp, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Jane is, uh, cause you find out that Hank Pym had a daughter that was like, that grew up in the red room. So they essentially took the black widow and Hank Pym and put them together. Yeah. That's what she is. Yeah. Like she, and, and my favorite is when she builds her, like her laboratory in the Pym universe. <laughs> so the little one, cause you know how they, they like mm-hmm. Pym had those like random little labs that he would build and just like leave in pockets of yeah, yeah. Pym particles. So she has her own. And when they go in looking for her, it's like a castle. <laughs> it's just like a castle and she's just like working really hard and they're just like you realize time goes faster how long have you been in here she's just like i don't know i haven't really slept it had been like six days it's all crazy mm. anyways um i really do like avengers ai if you guys haven't had a chance to read it i recommend it only because hank pym is one of those characters that goes ghost a lot yeah in the mar in the marvel universe. <laughs> yeah i mean ever since they you wrote that story awkward. with him beating his wife yeah they just they, they don't use them much anymore but that's the thing they wrote that story years ago like we're talking people keep bringing it up exactly (laughs) the time you beat your wife but even (laughs) even before like this whole everyone's offended of everything people keep bringing it up and i always and then it got brought up again in um ultimates no yes (laughs) yeah well in ultimates he beats her he beat her yeah yeah she shrinks down and he's like and she's like still beating her and like like throws her anyways Yes, Hank Pym is a Can't horrible person. But I always wonder if the writers regret writing that storyline because you've written yourself into a situation where no matter what he does, like they've tried to excuse it. They've now said that the character's bipolar. Mm-hmm. Uh, Don't care, still beat his wife. Yeah, like they, <laughs> they tried care. to make it that like a stigma of his mental health. and like Don't care, still beat his wife. Yeah, that's not good either. <laughs> like it doesn't make it any better that didn't he can come. Didn't, didn't come. he merge with Ultron? No, so that's Ultron using his face. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> in in uh, remember that time Joker was just like putting a person's face on his face. Yeah, Ultron yeah. did that first. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, so Ultron in Secret Empires at one point, because um, because it's the Secret Empires that you're talking about. Where well, you it was Unity Squad, but then he was gone. They fought him. He got out of there. How recent was this? And then like, Se- Secret Empire is recent. Yeah, like, oh, this is like last year. I revoked my uh, Joker <laughs> yeah. statement. Excuse but when you, it's in. He's in Unity Squad as the yeah, Ultron yeah. with. Oh. He shows up and they're like, "What?" That's when Wasp joins, and she's like, "Yeah, Hank's back," and they're like, "It's not Hank. You need to stop." <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> okay, so that makes sense because I'm not reading any of the side stories for Secret Emp- Empire because okay. I. I don't want to support it. I'll be honest. I'm not paying for the one I'm reading now. But because uh, <laughs> uh, I'm not going to support a storyline with Captain America as a Nazi. I'm sorry. I, Marvel, you're not getting my money for that one. True. No, um, we're doing stuff that's different. Yeah. yeah. They brought. Uh, anyways. Anyways. So, yeah. But uh, th- what I like about it is that Hank Pym is someone that you don't really see a lot of. Because of the horrible things he's done, they don't really like to use the character, and that's fair. I completely understand it. But at the same time, by them doing that, whenever he does show up, the writers who get him are usually really big fans of the character and what he's what he can do, mm. and they write really interesting things for him. And Avengers AI is a team that's made up of just him and artificial intelligence characters. Oh, nice. uh, so it's him, Vision, Victor Mancha, who is Ultron's son. Um, yeah, uh, Ultron had a wife. Well, no, he like tricked <laughs> made this, himself a wife. He tricked this poor girl and essentially used her DNA to mix with robotics and made a child. Oh, okay, oh, okay. Um, sure. Comic books. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? And and uh, this is the line I always go back to whenever anyone complains and this and that, uh, and they're like, "Why are they doing this? Why are they changing everything?" Uh, it's Dexter's laboratory, 
and he's changing. Him and his sister are changing to a bunch of stuff. And in yeah. the last transformation, he swaps with his sister. Yeah. And he just gives up and he's like, why not? I've been everything else today. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's the story. Like, in the, <laughs> exactly that mentality. Like, why not? it's just like, why not? Ultron has a baby with a woman. Okay, cool. And then, but the character's pretty cool. The, the Victor Mancha <laughs> is an interesting character. Okay. Because he's kind of stuck between two worlds where he wants to be human, but he has all these cool powers because he's essentially an Ultron like robot right. AI and you're just like, Oh, okay. The um, ultimate Pinocchio. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh you have a Doom bot that what? yeah, so there's a Doom a, <laughs> There's a Doom bot. Yeah, you, you have a sentient Doom bot that, That's great. That Hank has put uh, a black hole in his in his core because he doesn't trust him so he puts a black hole so that if he what? ever betrays them he can trigger the black hole to swallow him and just pull him in um and then you get alexis who is part of the diamond and the diamond is this place where all the artificial intelligence of earth actually live like it's a it's a world yeah so yeah go on yeah, I'm, Hank Pym I'm, created. I'm trying to follow you. <laughs> yeah. I'm here. And I'm Hank, lost. Hank Pym created a like a, a artificial intelligence to beat Ultron. Yeah. Right. But he created one that was so fast it just kept replicating, replicating, and he created like millions, like millions of generations mm. in the diamond. Right. Uh-huh. So yeah, so, <laughs> so in the diamond, which is the world that the artificial intelligence live in, they had the original six, and then you have all like you just have humans. There's like billions of hu- like artificial intelligence that are all represented as characters. And then at one point, you find out that like they got bored with being human, like using human form. So some of them are just like trees and like statues or like <laughs> structures and just concepts because they're just like why would we just keep ourselves as humanoids that's boring so yeah okay uh, there's I'm only tw- this tree format <laughs> yeah. i'm about to be a tree <laughs> there's only 12 issues uh i'm probably not pitching it the best <laughs> but i'll tell you this if you're muslim it's interesting because there's a muslim character monica chang who's a shield agent and they have a really cool connection between her and Doombot at one point discussing Islam okay. because Doombot is like Doom. He doesn't believe anything should be higher than him. Mm-hmm. And there's an interesting conversation about Allah and just believing in something bigger than yourself. Mm. Uh, that was really cool. Um, the concept of afterlife is addressed a mm-hmm. lot because they're artificial intelligence. Ooh. So what does afterlife mean to them? I want I want that random joke from uh, what was it called from Red Dwarf in there. It's Ooh, like I don't remember that one. No, it's just it's just a random joke I'm thinking of oh. where it's like. Um, to defeat this like super powerful um, android, the uh, the regular android tells him there's no such thing as robot heaven, and then he's like, "But where do the toasters and calculators go when they die?" <laughs> and it's like they just die; they don't they don't go anywhere. And he couldn't handle that concept and dies and like self destructs. Oh. And he's like, and he's like, uh, "Wait, how did you not die underneath that?" He's like, "I know it's I know I." I believe in robot helmet because it's like, where oh. would they go? Where would they go? That's a stupid question. Where would they go? <laughs> so it doesn't cause his like system to crash. Yeah. He's just trying like, to he, process because he, he's like, he, I already humored, he humored the human to say like, okay, I guess it doesn't exist. Yeah. But he was like, I don't believe you. Silly. <laughs> I love the red dwarf. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's an interesting comic book. It's well written. Monica Chang, the character that is Muslim, is actually originally from 1610, the Ultimates universe. Mm-hmm. Uh, in that universe, she's actually Black Widow. In this universe, she's just... Uh, it's a long story. Yeah. Black Widow's dead in this Ultimates universe. Monica Chang ends up taking over. Mm-hmm. She's Nick Fury's wife or ex-wife. Uh, you know, Ultimate Universe really just threw 80s, things at the 80s wall. 80s action movie. Ultimate, yeah. <laughs> Ultimate Universe, I will never get over how Ultimate Universe just at one point was just like, you know what? We're just going to kill everybody. Yeah. And then you know what? Is <laughs> and better? they did. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, they did. They, they, the ult- Ultimatum. down. Yeah. Magneto went, Magneto went crazy. Yeah. Cyclops went crazy on Magneto. Yeah. Cyclops was like, hey, we're mutants. Cyclops gets sniped and his head blown off. Yes. And then boop, boop, boop. Like, oh, Magne- and the the worst part is Magneto goes crazy because his daughter gets killed. Yeah, and then you find out like everything everything was a setup from the beginning. Yeah, and, and you're and like, there's like a Wolverine from that world. Yeah, who's like Logan's son or something? Who's blonde? Yes, yes. Who's now on the X Men Blue team conveniently? So, and I was explaining this to Mobs, my buddy. Um, Secret War, which is that story that happened recently. Yes. Was essentially Marvel trying to do what DC did with infinite with uh, 
Crisis of Infinite Earths in the 80s with George Perez. Mm. So uh, they just yes. they just found themselves in a situation where they're just like, well, yeah. there's so many universes and we have all these characters that we really like, but we want to put them together. But they're from alternate universes. What do we do? So they did Secret War in which all the planets disappear and there's a patchwork created that Doom controls. And then at the end of that story... The characters they wanted to keep, they just magically worked into the story. <laughs> like Miles Morales, for example, yeah. is in the six one six, and you know why? No. Because Molecule Man is actually the the, the was whole, the, yeah the whole reason he was the whole reason that everything was happening, and he was underneath the castle for yeah. Doom, and he goes, "I'm hungry. Does anyone have anything to eat?" And Peter Parker's like, "I'm sorry, I didn't even know you'd be down here." And Miles is just like, "No," and he's like, "Oh, wait a minute," and he takes out a hamburger that was in his suit. For three weeks <laughs> and gives it to Molecule Man, and then Peter and Miles start arguing over like, why is that in your suit? Yeah. And then he they realize like, oh, it's been there three weeks. He shouldn't eat that, and they turn. He's already eaten it. Mm. And then Mo- Molecule Man brings Miles Morales into the six one six universe when they recreate all the universes. Just because, just because he fed him, just because he gave him a burger. Because he was nice. He was yeah. a nice kid. I- exactly. He's the a story. good kid. He's a good kid. <laughs> Tell you the truth, He's a good I, kid. I did not like the Ultimate Universe just because yeah. of the wild craziness that they did and just the character choices. Like I was like, what yeah. are you guys doing sometimes? Like, yeah. I mean, killing Peter Parker was a, that was a that was left. That was a like that, that was left, but accepted. I'm like, okay. Well, but then killing all the X Men on some like ruthless yeah. madness, I was just like, you guys are just nuts. Mm-hmm. And like drowning the world, and like yeah. there's a lot like, of a lot of people died. Dark m- stuff that super happened. Super dark. It's like M- Mr. Fantastic is probably like the wildest wild card. Yeah, this was supposed to be the movie universe. Yeah, well, they, it's <laughs> the one the movie universe is based on. This is what they were supposed to be pitching. You know, yeah, like, they ain't with, doing that. <laughs> they ain't doing that. And yeah, well, I mean, got other stories out of it. That's I mean, good they for could them. do an ultimatum type situation, and but I wouldn't. God, I hope not. I wouldn't recommend you. I mean, unless we're gonna be old and gray, and they're gonna do it, reboot everything. Well, everyone's too old. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> unless Avengers, unless they would decide they want to like reboot the universe somehow, where you just introduce all these new characters, because that's the thing. Ultimatum led to them being able to introduce a lot of new characters. True. Ultimate's universe wasn't was almost like Game of Thrones in the sense that you could just kill a character, and you'd be like, none of your favorite characters are safe. Get to, get used to it. Yeah. Black Widow. Double De- agent, dead. Hawkeye, dead. Like they he just, died quick too. Yeah, they just k- kill character after character. Sounds like Speed Racer. Every race is a death race. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, <laughs> Peter Parker's clone in the sixteen ten Ultimates universe was a woman. Yeah. Who became Jessica Drew? Yeah. And no, she became Spider Woman. Spider Woman. Really trash figure. No, don't buy that. <laughs> don't buy that. Speaking of figures, did you want to tell people anything about figures? Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, anyone who's out here collecting Marvel Legends, they action just action figures, skinny. Action. Yeah, <laughs> you're funny. Um, yeah, they announced. Well, they've already announced previously that the Netflix uh, Daredevil series will be getting its own wave. Ooh. So from that wave, um, we have Daredevil, which is two in a box of eight. So Daredevil, Punisher, Jessica Jones. Um, and then the other, there's only six in a pack. So Daredevil, Punisher, Jessica Jones, Elektra from the TV series. And then the two comic book figures they put with this batch is Blade and Bullseye. The Blade oh. is kind of trash. Aww. Like, it's nice. It comes with two heads, but really only, he only has a sword and, like, stakes that are, like, drawn on. I'm getting him in, like, a, two weeks or but so. are but they doing this because they're hinting at something? They, that's... That's word on the street. The second figure is Bullseye. He's I already mean, been teased. They always do this. Whenever, yeah. like, they never release a figure for no reason. True. Right. So, we go, like you've said m- numerous times, with yeah. how the figures, how they drop how it, it exactly. In, yeah. And so it's like I'm really excited for this bullseye figure because it just replaces the old Marvel Legends one, and yeah. I don't have a bullseye, so that goes good. And Blade, I mean, as I said previously on my action figure skinny videos, we only get about maybe ten black figures a year. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta sport the brother figures. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> true. Unless you, don't, I mean. Even if you don't really want them, you got it. Yeah, you got yeah, it. yeah. Because we want more. Yeah, I mean, if you don't support something, they won't make more of them. Other so than, yeah, another one than that. Um, not coming out till August first, but I actually it's in my car. I pre-ordered it a while ago from Toys R Us. Thank you, Toys R Us. I hate you, pre-order. Yeah. My Dark Phoenix <laughs> and Cyclops two-pack Toys R Us exclusive. I got that. I'm excited. So there's gonna be a video up later on Action Figgy Skinny in which I open it. And yes, well, I won't be opening the two-pack because I'm gonna keep that for a bit. But okay. The actual box. So yeah. Okay. Good time. Action Thanks. figure news. Yeah. With actions, biggie, action. skinny. <laughs> we gotta actually make some melodies for some of these segments. Definitely, definitely. Uh, and then uh, we we're gonna go to messages real quick. Then we'll come back and we're gonna do some uh, geek news and rumors. So don't go anywhere. Geektastic Cypher CJ. Oh yeah, I got a theory for everybody. Oh. Put oh. it out there. Okay, we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Good. I'm gonna tell you guys. 
Pop Montreal and the Plateau Mont Royal present the Marché des Possibles, an outdoor community space every Friday afternoon to Sunday evening on the St. Louis Arena parking lot and adjoining park. On Saturday, July 22nd, Penchagon in the Park presents Dr. Nativo y los Warrior Candela, Bia Box, Suenos y Resis, Ultra K, and Unga. On Sunday, July 23rd, you will want to miss a special performance by Raphael Denon. And Who's Pop and Distortion are teaming up to present the Marche Psychedelique in the Artisan Market this weekend only. As always, expect to see a market offering gourmet products, creations of local artists, a beer garden and free socio-cultural programming, including musical performances, film projections, children's activities and so much more. Marche des Possibles, every Friday afternoon to Sunday evening until August 13th. Hey, tune into CGLO's brand new talk show, Dr. Lizard and Dear Abby. Um, I'm not that comfortable with that DJ name, Abby. But why? Doctor sounds so professional. But I'm not a doctor, and I don't want people to think I'm a therapist. Oh, come on, Liz. Everyone is a therapist these days. It's fine. Look at all those stupid self-help blogs. We're going to piss people off. Good. They need to toughen up. And I believe you can cure people with your soothing voice. Ooh, I like that. Tune in to Dr. Lizard and Dear Abby, spelled with two E's, like the animal. Not copywritten. Wednesdays from 3 to 5, only on CGLO, 1690 AM. We're back, we're back, we're back, we're back. Geektastic Cypher CGLO 1690 AM going into our last segment. Ooh. Sadly, sadly, sadly. Uh, but we have uh, geek news and rumors here on Geektastic Cypher. Uh, but actually, I wanted to uh, go with geek news, rumors, and theories. Okay. Skinny, hit them. Well, I mean, everyone here, I'm assuming you've seen Spider-Man Homecoming. If you I have. mean, we did a full episode last yeah, week. Yeah, so, so if you haven't, like, too yeah, bad, yeah. stop it. Um, so in that well, movie... my review... Go see it. Done. Yeah. <laughs> How come you didn't see it yet? Yeah, go, see it. It. go see it. Go see What's it. Come on. You? See it. Go see it. Um, so in the movie, Happy Hogan, he, is, uh, he mentions that the Avengers building has been sold. Yeah. Um, I'm wondering, because Trump's president, so he has no time to be kind of that kind of buying that kind of real estate. So Action Viggy Skinny's official theory for this, and I don't care what people say. You can come at me in the comments. Come at me at Twitter at SkinDeepMTL. And I think the Baxter building has, I mean, sorry, the Avengers Tower, it will be the Baxter building in which the Fantastic Four will use that place as their established headquarters because it only makes sense. It has like a launch pad in which they're a little Fantastic Four jet yeah, plane, little... which I hope they never make in, actual, <laughs> in actuality. Yeah, I mean, you don't want to see them out. all just hanging out outside with, yeah, torso with, up. <laughs> super you know, unprotected. All four, them, all four of them just like doop doop doop. anyone could just snipe them easily. We can breathe. Ah, oh, man. It so never stupid. made sense to me. Well, I mean, the whole point was that it could separate. Yeah. But it, still, that is dangerous as hell. It also never made sense that they had like three, four parts for all of them, but then Johnny just never uses it. <laughs> and he was like, oh, flame on. So, um, yeah, because yeah. what's the point in, some, in a flying car when you can fly yourself? Anyways, so... I'm tired. The Avengers Tower <laughs> will be, I believe, the Baxter Building. Stark Tower. Stark Tower. Avengers Tower. Stark Tower. Yeah. Avengers Tower will be the, the Baxter Building. So the government owns it now. Yes. And then whoever Baxter is, if we can get a backstory on who this Baxter person was. That's true. Do we? Was ever it like get... 38 Rockefeller? Because if it's like that, then <laughs> yeah. I don't remember. I honestly can't remember. So if you guys are fans, you have to realize that in this theory of yours, the Fantastic Four are coming into the Marvel Universe. Late. Which, if and I, There's I, nothing else for them to do. Now. I'm gonna I'm gonna add on to your theory. Go ahead. If ever there was a time to bring the Fantastic Four into the Marvel universe, a cameo in the Infinity Wars would be the best time. Oh yeah, when New York's being like similarly destroyed and you just see like an arm stretch and catch yeah. somebody, boom! That's all you need. To, that's all you need. To so, do. so so we're not gonna get an origin story with them we at all. We one. didn't we didn't need one for Spider Man. Yeah. There's no origin story in, yeah, the, in but the Marvel this Universe is, for Spidey. This is, let's see, one, two, three? This is, the, this, this is the third iteration. And this would be the third of the Fantastic Four. Because yes. we ah, we've had two yeah. in- iterations. And exact that, but, same thing. But the, the two iterations, though, one of them was like straight up the old school, I think, iteration. 
The Fantastic it, Four? Yeah, where they go into the space yes. and they get yeah. by cosmic rays. Yeah, super and good. then the second one was like a dimensional sh- dimensional yeah. thing. They kind of changed <laughs> it up. Yeah, they did. Yeah. So it's, yeah. I don't know. Still haven't clicked on that one on Netflix. Yeah. Oh, it's horrible. No, you I don't have to. I won't. You don't I really have to. won't. There's no point. But yeah, <laughs> no I mean, even, I, I, I remember I said, I was trying to save some friends. I'm like, hey, let's go see Shaun the Sheep. And they're like, <laughs> no, I want to see Fantastic Four and see if it's really bad. And I was like, all right, too bad. <laughs> I tried to save you. I tried to save your money and your time, but you didn't want to listen. All no, right. but no joke, man. I mean, it, it's a good theory, and it would be the time to do it if you are going to throw in a little cameo or something and then just like bring them into the universe. I think it's, I think that's overload. Because they're talking up well, Infinity there's War There's already now, like 30-something yeah. characters. I know, I know, I, I know, but I think that's... Overload. They're gonna do it well. I feel like they're gonna do it good. Yeah, I'm hoping. I'm hoping it's gonna be like. Remember when we saw Daredevil season two? We were like, oh man, that's way too many characters yeah. to fit into. And then somehow they did it in arcs. I'm hoping that the movie has like sections to it. Well, the way they introduced the Black Order, which is uh, yo, the Black Order is which getting dope. See, I imagine p- heroes will be splitting off into groups to fight each and every one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, because that makes sense. Oh, You're not going to have everyone going at Thanos. You're going to have split groups going after, you know. So many characters I wish they could bring in. Because the Black Order, you see them even more in the right before Secret Wars, like the prelude to Secret Wars, mm. when, the fant- when the Illuminati are trying to stop all the universes from dying. Mm. The Black Order starts working with Namor. And then they, and then they like they're they're trying to like destroy. <laughs> they're like Thanos is just like I just want the Infinity Stones and I'm gonna it, take over. And he like k- like goes to Wakanda, destroys that. Namor realizes he's made a deal with the devil, tries to back out. It's a whole thing, but it's a really good story. What happened to Thanos? Uh, like, there's a few things that happened. The the at one point the Ultimates uh, like caught him finally. Mm-hmm. And during the whole Civil War II, Thanos is in a basement locked up. And then <laughs> and then he escapes. And then flies off in his Thanos helicopter. <laughs> are you going to keep Thanos in a basement? Yeah, they had him in a basement in like, you know, because the ultimate... Puts the lotion on its skin. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so they they, they kind of had him like locked away. And then it, it like, you can't keep Thanos locked away. Because Thanos projected his... What he did was he was in a basement locked up. He projected his mind to the other like villain who was locked up, who he knew was more powerful than he was letting on. And then that villain, who wasn't actually a villain, but... He was like mentally having a mental breakdown. Thanos just convinces him, you know what? You should break out. And then he breaks out. He just like he's just like you're right. And he like breaks out, like blows up the, con- the t- containment field, destroys the basement of the the Ultimates, um, the Tesseract, not Tesseract. Um, I don't remember the name of their base, but there's like a base off the uh, edge of New York. And he just gets out. And then Thanos is just like, that's what I needed. He like, just, he like gets out and then goes over to the guy and he's just like, what did I do? He's just like, you did what I needed you to do. And then the guy disappears and Thanos is literally says, that's all I needed him to do. So I'm just going to leave now. And then he tries to leave and then the Ultimates come and fight him again. And yeah. That, he tries that, to get away in his uh, Thanos helicopter, realizes he doesn't have the key for it. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> they make Thanos such a comical joke. In yeah, the sometimes. sometimes, And then sometimes he's insanely powerful. Yeah. Like, it doesn't even make sense. Uh, quick rapid fire, Midnight, uh, at Midnight, the series, the late night show, comedy show, uh, ends August 4th on their 600th episode. It's coming to an end. If you guys uh, were fans, they are retiring the show. At Midnight is a late night comedic, um, like, Jeopardy. Oh, okay. Super good. Like, honestly, if you guys have never Hardwick? watched it. Hardwick is yeah, the host Chris of Hardwick, yeah. exactly, from Nerdist. Um, bad news for the Batman movie. Ben Affleck's script has been scrapped completely scribbity babbity boo uh deathstroke all of it gone, gone out the window wow. we don't know what's going on next Why? the director said he's starting from scratch he says trust me it's going to be good but it's gone dc just throwing doing? out everything yeah man throw out really- the baby in the bathwater. flash throw it out yeah it's really director bad, for flash throw that out too <laughs> it, the big, actually yes i just need to throw out flash well i mean the big problem is they're trying to catch up with marvel so they're rushing stuff instead of just producing things properly from the get-go with or the are they just reacting to how everyone likes wonder woman and that's their saving grace right now <laughs> not, um not a good I, I like that like, there was an article that said that it's like the problem with the the Mar- the dc universe is that everyone likes wonder woman and that's a big that's gonna be a big problem for the uh, other projects for the other projects the, the, the tone is different yeah yeah that's fair uh the team behind catfish is looking like they may possibly be directing a Mega Man movie i'm confused but sure what? yeah what? so understand. if you guys ever saw catfish that whole documentary slash yeah, documentary yeah and mock show. Documentary. 
Um, yeah, you think? They're probably. Yeah, I don't believe any of it. Um, oh snap! Y'all are hard. I really yeah. don't. I like it. Looks like half the stuff on that show looks like it's fake. It True. looks like Maury. It looks like the type of stuff like some of it now. Yeah, yeah. like you're kind of like yeah. really, bro. Like you see the guys are like, dude, you didn't know. Yeah, dude. exactly. Uh, but yeah, they're in negotiations. The uh, the filmmaker behind the documentary Catfish in final negotiations to write and direct the Mega Man adaptation for Fox. So Neve. Yeah, I guess that uh, doesn't make sense. It's Anyways. weird. I don't understand. Um, Deadpool and Old Man Logan finally getting their team up. In the comics. In the comics. <laughs> in the comics. Coming up. In the comics. Coming in October. Mean, you don't boo. think it's going to be good? You can do whatever you want in the comics. Yeah, Sometimes exactly. that could be good. Sometimes it got to be I'm bad. waiting for them to bring back like Wolverine. Like This old man Logan mm. being around is like, okay. You don't like old man Logan? I like him being around, but I'm just like. Yeah. I just started reading his story now. Oh, it's it's interesting. Because yeah. he doesn't even realize he's in the wrong universe. And that's what's great about it. Oh, I didn't like, realize that. Yeah, at the beginning, he starts popping into people's houses. He's just like, <laughs> oh, Hawkeye used to live here. And he just breaks into the house and then. 